Welcome to Toting the Mill Podcast with Kevin. In today's episode, we discuss the current situation in the NBA. Also, we discuss the current situation in the NFL, and we talk fantasy sports. Please stay tuned and enjoy the show. Welcome to Toting the Mail Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin, along with A.M. Brooks. A.M. got to get up early. And Ryan, White Lightning. How y'all doing? All right. We're just going to jump into our first topic. Our first topic is about the NFL and and all that good stuff about the going on in the NFL. Hot topics. So we're just going to jump in the hottest topic right now, which kind of happened over the weekend about Jamal Adams finally give him what he wanted he got out of New York area the New York Jets area let's start with Ryan on this one what are your thoughts on um, on this topic uh, believe it or not I think this is a good move for the Jets he's a distraction A and they got a lot in return B mm. do I think this upgrades Seattle, as of right now, yes. Yeah. So, I'm just going to read off. What do you mean as of right now? He, he's only in his, what, second second or third year? As of right now, it's a big move because they just acquired a pro bowler. But yeah, here's, he's going to have an immediate impact on that yeah. backside. Now, I do want to read off what they're getting in return, which is why I think in the long run, this is a bad move. The Jets got 2021-2022 first-round picks. They also got third-round 2021. And they got a safety, Bradley McDougal. He's not too shabby himself. He's not a bad safety. Yeah. I, and then I, mm-hmm. <laughs> all they get is Jamal Adams in a fourth-round 2022. I do think the Jets got the better of the deal, but with all that is going on with the Jets, I mean, it's good for the Jets, but not good for the owner or not good for Adam Gates. How I could put it that way. It's good for Jets fans, put it that way. Yeah. That's how I see it. I agree. I think Adam Gates is uh, the reason for it, obviously. That's yeah. what's rumored anyway. Yeah. And, I mean... The reason I'd like it for Seattle is their defense is pretty rounded already. But the reason if I'm the Jets, I pull the trigger on that because you're in rebuild anyway. You're not contending this year. Well, should they never going to be <laughs> they're always going to be a rebuild. Well, as long this, as Adam is in there, this will help. Back to back two two years they're going to have an extra first round pick each year that, that'll help to me my opinion on this uh, Jamal Adams he he, you know he came in that same class with um, Jalen Ramsey you know it was he, came in that, he came in that same class with Patrick Mahomes I believe uh, and Deshaun Watson he came in that, that that's a good class he's seeing them all of them get their money 
at their perspective position, you know, but out of, at his position, you know, it's like he still had two years left on his deal and then they could turn around and franchise tag him. So basically, basically the team can get the orange and squeeze all the juice out of him when, when he get done, then trade him. So yeah. he, knew, he knew what he was worth. And basically, he picked the perfect time with, with that whole situation with the with the owner. Had said some racial stuff. Oh cause yeah, because he, he had slowed it down for a little minute. And then when the owner got got into the media about the stuff that he'd have been saying, plus he an ambassador for another a country. I can't think of the country right now. But as soon as he got to talking, and then Adam Gase, uh, he he knew what to say. And then like I said, he had to go. He was he had he talked his way out of the New York. Metropolitan Jets. Do you think he's on the level of those those players you just mentioned? That's in that class, though. At his at his position, yeah. I believe he's made two Pro Bowls. Yeah, he only bring a lead like two or three years. I know he's made one for one for sure. Yeah, and I will say it's it's a glove in hand fit in Seattle, especially oh, yeah. for safety. Especially with that the guy that left. Uh, can't think of his name. He was Cam a good Chancellor. The other you one. Forgot. The you other one. Chancellor. Oh, Brown. No, Earl, Earl Thomas. Thomas. Earl Thomas. Yeah. So I mean, I think he'd be on his days, but he still got some left in the tank. But I think he'd be on his days. I, I just don't see Adams as that. To me, I think there's. I can't give up two first round picks. <laughs> yeah, he still no. got. To me, to me, for my money, he still got more to prove. Two first round picks. That's that's steep. That's like that's real steep. I mean, that, that, that's they like, got the better of the deal. That's I like your you that. top dogs, like your Michael Thomas, you know, your Julio Jones. That's what you give up that kind of draft pick for. Yeah, but then again, too, we see some first round busts too. So I mean, it, it depends on you got the equity. It depends on there's, who you yeah, pick. There's still time for him to fail. Yeah, and they're not a stranger to failing. <laughs> the Jets. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like, okay, just get two first round picks, but what are they gonna do with it? Get get a Sheldon William R- Richardson, keep him for two or three years, and trade him off. I mean, yeah, Jeff. They always rebuilding. They always get first round picks and don't do nothing with it. They traded a lot of players. You, they got rid of a lot of players, and you can't keep them because of the culture there. They need a. They need to go back to the days where they can hold on to a coach. That's why I say it's better to me. It's better for the fans. Doesn't benefit Adam Gates because I don't think he he would be there that long. And with this owner, I don't know what his situation is either. I don't know what the NFL gonna do about his situation with the racial comments he made. Yeah, I mean, time will tell. Yeah. So, do y'all think that we're we're gonna have a season this year? What do y'all think about training camp start starting? This coming up week, what are your thoughts on that? Well, that was the first thing I was going to say is thank God that we we're even talking about this, and it looks like that we're going to have a season yeah, to participate in. Um, you know, you're, you're hearing the the words and the rumors of uh, no preseason. I know some people love that. Uh, me as a fantasy guru, self proclaimed, um, I don't love that idea. I like to look at the rookies and check and see what. The men, what's on the menu before I get the selected? Um, on you know, I, I basically like 
somewhat of a preseason. I don't really think you need four games, but I did like at least the idea of two games where I could see, you know, the rookies and the lesser known players or rookie or young players. I hate preseason. There's no secret. I hate it. <laughs> it just doesn't need to be there. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna play devil devil's advocate. I agree with what y'all, but you know, for the players, you know, for the the vets and stuff, they really don't they don't need preseason, you know, because they pretty much know only only the rookies should be should have preseason. So, oh yeah, you know, but you know, some some important players go down sometimes. Yeah, and I even. With this COVID thing going on, I think it's important to have have a deep roster, you know, because you know, I mean, sure you yeah. get a solid people, a solid quarterback. Uh, some a number some two people quarterback. are calling out of their contracts. Yeah, it's uh, crazy. Like, like the guard from uh, the Chiefs, he he decided to go back to and study some medicine. Really? Yeah, he he opted out of his contract. Man, that's crazy. But he, he wants to he's do a Super Bowl it. winning team. <laughs> but he wants to do it in essence of, you know, solving this whole COVID issue. Yeah. So I can but, respect it. But my thing on this, I understand people being cautious with this COVID and this and that and that and this. Does, I mean, I know people, to me, from what I've been hearing, I've been hearing, you know, people with underlying issues are really suffering from this. You know what I mean? So, for so for someone to be in top tip top shape at their position, how does it really affect them? I mean, I know they can get, can get it, but give it to somebody else that that may have underlying issues. Well, I mean, you don't want to be the person to to contract it and give it to your mom, your dad, your grandparents, your uncle, who you know has some underlying health issues. So, you know, you, you kind of want to follow the rules, so to speak, and and sit your butt down and wait it out if you can. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys caught any of the baseball games with no uh, people in the stands and they got those fake hot people up there? Fake boys and I saw highlights, but I've only been watching um, preseason basketball again. Yeah, all I caught was Giancarlo Stanton slamming that bomb the other day. <laughs> 483 feet. Oh, yeah, for the Mets. The orange, yeah, orange neon green. Yankees. Uh, that's why I'll I don't follow you, baseball. Look at, you know, if this is what the NFL is going to come to, I don't think the baseball product is too bad. I mean, uh, granted, I've been betting and have other ulterior motives but I think if if I mean for sure if baseball can do it I know football and basketball can yeah cause they gotta stand next to each other on the bases there ain't six feet there or the outfielders oh yeah I mean that but I'm talking when you're running bases those guys are right there yeah. So back to back to uh, football. So Patrick Mahomes signed this 
$503 million deal for the next 12 years. What are y'all thoughts? 10 years, sir. 10 years. I, I was adding the two years that he had left on this deal. Okay. So, I'm, I'm with you. So that's um, why it was f- 503 Well, what do you think million. about these, these stats that I'm going to throw out? So throw them out. Let's see. We we got five players that have signed ten year contracts. First one was Brett Favre, Drew Bledsoe, Donovan McNabb, Dante Culpepper, and Michael Vick. Do you know what they all have in common? Ten years. <laughs> that also. But do you know what else they have in common? They didn't win. They all play the quarterback position. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. They did not finish their contract out. Hmm. Well, I can, I can tell. I can speak on it. You know, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. They they did Prescott a favor. I know some people think that you know he did him a did a disservice, but I agree. I that's I'm one of them. <laughs> but in the same breath, I mean the the reigning Super Bowl MVP gave Dallas Cowboys some bulletin board material. You know, he can refer now he has something to refer to. I mean, you know, he he doesn't have all the accolades. I think as gonna hurt him. Mahomes. Hold on, go, hold on, go back to he gave the Dallas Cowboys bulletin. What as as in what? As in. If he's getting that kind of money, I mean, if he's getting that kind of money, that kind of long term, it kind of depends on what Dak wants. If Dak wants a long, he, I mean, clearly he wants a long term, right? He won his value, but he also wants. He, but value. he know he, he I believe he. I believe he knows. Yeah, I believe he knows he's not in Patrick Mahomes, you know, area code. But he he feel like he's close to it. So what's his out? His uh, his value, Kevin. I don't. That's the thing. Nobody knows that. Everybody's assuming. Well, there's rumors. I mean, we know the numbers a little bit. Well, no, I mean nobody knows. No, Dallas is not going to sign Prescott to a ten-year, you know, offer. Well, they yeah. tried to. They tried to give him ten-year, one hundred million a year, something like that. Prescott I had to be higher now. Hold on. Let me look it up. That's some wide receiver numbers. What I can recall is the initial offer was something to Prescott, like a seven-year contract with when it began back in 2019. Um, Well, the the rumor is somewhere between 32 and 35 million a year. Okay, this is what I saw. That part of the reason that Prescott reportedly passed on on a $100 million Guaranteed deal from the Dallas Cowboys this month. That's what I read. So, oh, so they offered him a hundred million in how many years? It didn't say. But the sides couldn't agree on a long-term extension, knowing that he could receive more money in the coming years. That's man. Come on, he should have signed. <laughs> this is kind of getting ridiculous. But look look at this though. To put it put the numbers in perspective, Kansas City essentially controls Mahomes for the next decade at the price of five hundred million dollars. According to the insiders of J- Jason LaForia, 
he said on Wednesday. He said also said that why Prescott is betting on himself over the next two seasons under franchise tag, which is $31.4 million in 2020, is worrisome for the league owners. Trust me, Prescott is sticking to his guns, virtually certain that getting tagged by the Cowboys in 2021 in the tune of $38 million for that year. He can hit the streets after after 2021, and he he can and he can um, gross more than Patrick Mahomes after that. Yeah, but what I mean, what they tried to do back in February 2019 was indirect indirectly attempting to marry the length of the deal with with Ezekiel Elliott with Prescott. Prescott's not Prescott without, in my opinion, let me start back. Prescott is not Prescott with the Ezekiel Elliott type running back. So when you're when you're breaking it down where where Prescott can get it for four year deal, I can get more, worth more than uh, a Holmes deal. I, I don't feel like Prescott. I don't feel like he's that valuable without on the same team. I guess I'll put it that way. Well you can't you can't you can't do uh, that. That's 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 not fair. Because just say not fair to who not, not fair to Pat Prescott. Right? Well so, have we have we seen him without Elliot though? It doesn't matter. He Elliot doesn't play the, Elliot <laughs> Zeke don't play the quarterback position. But he plays a vital role in how effective that press okay. is in the quarterback. Okay. True, but uh, you, you can say that, that you can say that for a, def- a, a defensive player. You can say that for the defense. Defense and let them down so many times. What do you mean? I need more information. What are you, you talking about? The defensive players let who down? Just, Dak or the team? As in, uh, yeah, you can say Dak. Yeah, when they couldn't get a stop. Okay. But I'm talking about somebody. On, I'm talking about somebody that's in the backfield with them. Well, I, I think I think Dak threw for over, what five thousand yards. You really think he can do that without Elliott, though, as a as a running threat? Well, we we won't know. No, I'm asking you, Kated <laughs> opinion. Do you feel that Dak's numbers would be there without nine because of? Okay. Okay, I, I can put it this way. Zeke got his money right. But you're not answering Zeke, my question. I'm, I'm going to put it to you this way, and this this is going to answer my question. I'm, I'm going to put it in reverse. So if, if Zeke got his money, so he can't do the things, if, if, if that Prescott will, if he wouldn't play in the quarterback position, right? So don't, don't Zeke, don't, 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 don't Dak put him in the right position to run? Yeah. So feed off each so, other. Yes. So I so agree. he so so he did get his money right. He did. He, he won a top what top three top two highest playing running backs in the league, right? And a hundred million would put him in the top quarterback at the point at this point. No, mm, no that's no, arguable. <laughs> Those numbers that? are up there right now. A hundred million? Yeah. We can't look at it at it as you know how we see money. You gotta look at it from an athlete who, who get paid that type of money. I'm talking from experience because I'm, I'm not talking about from a regular Joe's pocket. 
So I, I mean, I'm talking they, about what they I'm offer. About this though, Matt Ryan makes 150 million dollars over eight years. Okay, so they were going to offer him what 100 million over 10. That's the issue with that. I wouldn't accept that deal because there's already a quarterback out there making more. And also, he's already in his deal. And the money resets. Thank you. Every year. It's like when you buy a house. When you put your house in the market. The quarterback market reset. As soon as Mahomes signed that contract. I I mean, I I get what you guys are saying. I'm not doubting it. I'm, I'm just saying... He has to, in my opinion, do I think he's more, he has, worth more than 25 mil? Absolutely he not. He has to have some self reflection on his own abilities and what he's been able to accomplish. And that's what he's been doing. I really feel if you do that, and if you take a piece away like Elliot, he's not going to produce like that. That's, that's your opinion on it, but. The only way we'll find out is if he leaves. Yep. And then we hit when he hit the market. That's what it's saying. When he hit, it just say Dallas don't sign him for the next two years, right? When he hit the market, like I said, this year he get the thirty-one. Next year he get the thirty-eight. So he leaves Dallas after the next year. You know how much it's going to cost for him for them to for the next team to to pay. Uh, he'll get Scott? he'll get like 42 45 that's going to be more than that's going to be more than Mahomes contract it just will for be 4 years money. it will be short money though well, and then for 4 won't... years though yeah and, and he'll be on a different team and if he don't have that running back back there i don't think he's going to produce that's why he's controlling his he's controlling his destiny he's not letting the Kansas City Chief control what he does he signed that 12 year contract that's the difference well, the problem with a long deal like that is you're holding up a lot of cap room for a long time. And I'm talking from experience here because if my Atlanta Falcons are in a bad situation cap-wise because of two players. I love them to death, but Julio Jones makes a lot of money. He's worth it. But is my quarterback still worth 150 over eight years? And when he signed uh-uh. that deal? When he signed that deal? Uh, it, was, it was a few years ago. It was the year after his MVP award. So, so but, he was on top of his game, just like Mahomes. Signed a big contract. Guys, all right, I got a question for both of you guys. Do you guys feel that a quarterback's worth stay on the same team for, I won't say their whole career, but if they say if they stay with a, the same team eighty percent of their career, do you think that makes a difference to their work? And and fans' opinion in the lore of that part of that quarterback's name. I mean, what are we known for? Our body of work. Who cares if you work work on the same team? So Tom Brady wouldn't be Tom. Bra- I don't think Tom Brady would be Tom Brady if he jumped around different teams. No, but what I'm saying is if if the talent's there, we're not. Just talking about Tom Brady. What am I known for? He's the first in my, in my work life, my body of work. Not you, what team I play for. I'm confused because you said if a if a quarterback just played on a team for eighty percent of his career, then you turn around and say 
what oh he, he jumped from team to team. I know. I mean, do you guys feel the original question was do you feel if a quarterback stays with the same team for 80% of their career, what kind of value do you what value do you hold to that compared to a player who has jumped from team to team? Well, I mean, I'm I, not saying I'm not saying every year. I'm saying oh, like four okay. years two different quarterbacks. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, look, I said, I mean, you pay what you worth. You know, for, for me, Peyton Manning is a, a, example one. He been for the Colts eighty or ninety percent of his time here in Indianapolis, and then Coach cut him. <laughs> he had a longer. What happened to him? He, soon as he got hurt, what the Colts do? They cut him. Yeah, they cut him, and he went to Denver. Big mistake. See, and they, got him a they, got him a championship. That I drive. I mean, they did statue. Well, they cut him. That Adrian, they still they still cut the man. They did. I mean, uh, <laughs> okay, but I mean, but you can't just say they, oh they, they thought cut him and they, they get away they with thought, him. They, they, they still built a statue. They thought he was done. So a statue don't mean anything. But Adrian, that's that's not the point. It's not the point about the statue. That, the point I, is, the point is, he spent 80 percent of his career in Indianapolis. Soon the man got hurt with the new next news. They cut him and, and, and picked up who? Andrew, Andrew Luck. Luck. Yeah. Threw him away. I, I mean, yeah. I where's, I, where's the loyalty to that? I never said that there was any loyalty. But you, nobody so will you, in this world. And you say, oh, they got a statue. Well, it's still, okay, they got a statue outside. Doesn't mean that you loyal. <laughs> I can't throw that out there. I, I mean, hey, we're loyal because I mean, they say the made same thing for the. I didn't say the same thing for the Chargers. <laughs> I mean, look at Drew Brees. But they ain't got no championships though. Yeah, but look at Drew Brees. Spent all that yep. time over there. And then they were like, you know what? Injury history, you're done. I mean, I, I mean, there's plenty of stories where it's... It, okay. It, yeah. My bad. Yes. I mean, I, the stories of... I, I, I'm not saying that at all. I was just playing that. Okay. And then with your short term, okay. I still think, you know... It's magic to me. He a decent quarterback at some times, and it's like every other year he's good. But he go from team to team. I, I don't, you know, I, I I look at him the same way. Even though he jumped team to team, he only good for a couple of a couple of games a season, and then he go back to what he be doing. For clarification, about Drew Brees, Rivers, Peyton Manning. We was throwing Fitzpatrick. Yeah, because you said eighty percent of the year, and then you said all oh, the guys who who jump from team to team every other year. Oh yeah, and, he's and not, then, he's then I brought and I thought about Fitzpatrick when you said that. Amen. Yeah, I believe that. That's his label. He's not a fra- he's not a franchise quarterback. Not saying you said he was. I get where you. I get where you're going with that. I'm just. I'm just. I say. I just said the way I look at him. I got. You know, that's what, when you say that, that person comes to mind. 
But he's yeah. still a decent, solid quarterback. Yeah. He'll get you six wins. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 another, and another good example, I hate to say it, but look, look at Cam Newton. <laughs> look what they did to him. <laughs> uh, no, he Cam was, Newton he was, was a fran- he was a franchise quarterback. I wouldn't say he's a journeyman. No, but what I'm saying, how, how the team, how the team got just got rid of him just like that. No, Cam I don't Newton think they just got rid overrated. of him. Overrated, just like he's been struggling. Time. He got hurt. If he was, if he wasn't hurt, he wouldn't be struggling like overrated. Like, I, I don't think he would be in the position <laughs> that he's in if he. If he didn't get hurt this past two seasons, overrated, so, right? What you say? Some of that got that has to be on him. Yeah, some of it is because he he took the bullet for the team. Yeah, it's on him. Yeah, he running, he should have shut like, down like a running back. Yeah, he should have shut it down if he wasn't one hundred percent. Yeah, that's on him. Some of it on him, but then again, who who he do it for? He did he did a sacrifice. For the team, put his body on the line, and then they turn yeah. around. Then team cut him, and cut him, and then on top of that, they cut him at the last minute because they couldn't trade him, and then he could never really hit the free agent market. That's dirty. He couldn't even test the free agent market. Well, well look I mean, though. honestly, the free agent market this year is different anyway. You got people like Jadavion Clowney that still go unsigned. So yeah, the market he, is he real weird much. at the moment. Yeah, because he wants too much at his at his position. It's not that he wants too much. He said he wants a good situation. That's what I know, he said from day I know, one. I know he was asking for twenty million a year at his position. But he said he'd take less if the team would get him to a chip. Oh, well, he should have stayed in Seattle then. Why he didn't? Why he? I'll leave? bet you anything. <laughs> I'll bet why he leave then? I bet you anything. It's about the money. He should have stayed in Seattle. That was his I bet you anything. Position. He goes back to Seattle. Yeah, he should. Yeah, back. yeah. Put Jamal Adams in there now. Just you know why he gonna go back to Seattle? Because he didn't get what he was asking for. Because he he left the he left them to test the market to get twenty million. The Seattle said, "I'm not gonna pay that much. I can pay you at my price." And he well, didn't want to do it, so he tested the market. Now he's gonna come back. Now he could get both the things he wants. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, well, one of them won't be twenty million. I know that. Uh, Seattle might come out of pocket a little bit. Not for no twenty million. Not for him though. He yeah, he's too. I mean, he's too he, injury prone. He's a good defensive player, but he don't have the numbers. He'll affect well, his, the defense. His numbers last year were on point. Well, you well, have you to gotta, plan for him, though. You got to okay. strategize for him. You you right. You have to strategize for him, but it doesn't it doesn't put numbers in the box because I, I mean, what he had what six three three to six sacks last year. Yeah, oh, but no, everybody who had a sack, you got to basically accommodate him because he's drawing double teams and he's allowing somebody else to flourish. Like I said, I agree with that, but he didn't put up the numbers that's asking for twenty million. He had better numbers than that. I know he did. He might need to look it up. <laughs> Let's see. I'm working. So, on okay. I, I just know he wasn't. I just know he wasn't no double digit sack. He asked for ten, twenty million dollars. And him and JJ Watt. To me, JJ Watt's overrated. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's JJ. Don't believe. J, no, don't get me wrong. JJ Watt is good. 
but he's at the, the he's long, injury prone. The, the long I, tooth I, of I'd his agree, career. I'd agree with that. Those, those first couple of years, that dude was a monster. And then he, he just tailing off. He just trying to stay stay healthy, stay healthy, you know, for the whole season. Well, I wouldn't believe these stats. But, but he me. produced. He produced. What so, the stats so, say? I got 31 tackles, three sacks, an interception, <laughs> four touchdowns. And he asked for $20 million. He got a touchdown. That's better than most. <laughs> Those three sacks. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. That ain't $20 million. That's That's why Seattle's not going to, you know, that's why they let him go test the market. Well, I mean, so he goes and gets 15 back on a winning team. He wins the chip. Yeah. Yeah. Not gonna say that's in his future, but there's a few players that are still available that shouldn't be. It, like, matter of fact, your boy for um, they're, they're running back for the um, Freeman. Yeah, he shouldn't be on the market. Uh, no, he, he should sucks. not. But he, but I guess I heard from his, his situation, the agent uh, resigned from his position because he has set up. So many interviews and uh, to get him on a team, but he never came off saying, his price. He just keeps saying no. Um, I'm sorry, but three yards of carry, 656 yards. He don't deserve that much money. He'll be a backup. How much money was he asking for? I don't know. I don't know how much it was, but it was way too much for three yards of carry. But if I was uh, Miles Sanders. I'll, I'll, if I were him, I'd be praying every night not to go there. Because he's going he to be splitting. He's going to be splitting with him. Miles Sanders won't split with him. If he don't go there, he, like I said, he better be praying not to go there. He'll be begging for carries. Because he, he almost signed with Seattle. But Seattle ended up going with Carlos Hyde. But they wanted Freeman. I yeah. think Freeman still got some. He's definitely still got some something left in the tank. I mean, he could prove it if he stays healthy. Yeah. Give me, give me one season where he stays healthy. Yeah. So, gentlemen, we about to end this topic. Any last thoughts on NFL coming back? With you know, we got the the camps, training camps starting this week. Just excited, can't wait. Scheduling drafts, fantasy drafts, scheduling. Well, I would like to schedule to go see games, but it don't look like that's in the, the card. And I'll say Cam Newton is overrated. <laughs> Pin that. All right, gentlemen. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned for the NBA topic. Right. Welcome back to Tote the Mail. We have another exciting topic. We talk about the NBA and this bubble, the bubble life. So I'm going to let AB start with this one. <laughs> what, what are your thoughts on what's going on in the bubble? Um, my, I guess my tranquility starts off title is the bubble. If I would ask you guys to close your eyes. <laughs> And imagine 
Can you smell the magic air? Can you see Eric Bledsoe being told to leave because he has COVID-19? Imagine seeing Russell Westbrook coming in late because he had COVID-19. You look around and you see NBA players with their cell phones playing cards, making statements of injustice. 346 players all in a bubble, all breathing in the Florida air. All 346 players getting tested for COVID-19 daily. Listen to Lake Benavista. Can you hear the air? Can you feel it bristle around the 6'9 guys walking around eating in common areas like they've basically been captured in college in a bubble? In a college-type environment. Can't leave. Can't be free. Can't do what they want to do. Players with not much to do but hang out, play cards, and and stay and make videos on social media. Players talking about Lou Williams, <sighs> who was out on furlough, was supposed to be, you know, a big part of burying a, a, a family member. He basically got the furlough to go to a, a funeral, but ended up in a strip club with a rapper taking pictures. Eat wings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it's yeah. unprecedented. It, it sets up a great, I'm not going to lie, it sets up a great uh, Disney playoff picture. Um, there's going to be so much more to come out of this. There's going to be so many stories. You know, you, 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 if you've been watching ESPN, you keep hearing, like, good NBA players basically saying, hey, I just saw uh, the king around the corner. He was just walking around. With no security. With no security. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the stories that come out of it that we probably won't hear until later. Um, but I, I just know that, you know, having all 346 players there in a bubble is, is basically going to be entertaining. I should be able to smell all those things you were saying because <laughs> I'm about 45 minutes from it. But I can't smell it. Nope. <laughs> Nor do I want to be in a situation where I'm in a bubble. So close, but so far. <laughs> Man. So another news Zion Williamson is returning to the NBA. So that's exciting for him and his team. Just in time for uh I guess it's still preseason right now, so Yep. Got a few more I guess a few more weeks and we'll find out. A few more days. They start July. Days. They start the season back up July thirtieth. So, yeah, they got, shoot, man, this is the long stretch. Yeah, they got one more preseason game, and then they got to take a couple of days off, and I think it starts Thursday, if that's the 30th. Yeah. yeah, I know. I heard Devin Booker was saying, he said, man, I'm just sit home and play video games in the bubble. So yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to communicate with nobody. I think a lot of players are like that. I mean, some players... 
to me, all the younger players, to me, in my opinion, that's what they do. They go home, play video games, stay pretty much stay to themselves, and maybe some of the mid guys in their thirties and mid, you know, late twenties, they're the ones who <laughs> tested the limit, you know, going outside the going outside the bubble. Hopefully, they're not using uh, family issues as an excuse to go to the strip club. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's why I painted the college sphere of this life. It's, they're, they're being restrained. They can get in trouble. I mean, you can always get in trouble in real life, but, but I don't yeah. know. It's like, it's like they're restrained in an area. You got to stay around this area, so it's kind of like, kind of like college. I mean, I bet it's the closest. Yeah, yeah. Some of the players never saw college, so yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, I mean, the NBA is doing this. They still have to honor their contract. You know what I mean? So they gotta, they gotta get get this thing, get this season finished and over with. But it's just crazy how you know. Um, this season is 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 back. You know what I'm saying? It's finally back. So I got something to look forward to coming home to watch on Thursday because it's been a long time. <laughs> Come home or not want nothing to watch besides movies and you know and MMA fighting. They kind of got my attention a little bit since you know COVID nineteen. But I'm glad to see the ABA finally back. But um, who y'all think need this uh, championship more? And would you put an asterisk by it, or or would you call it a Mickey Mouse championship since they're in Orlando? Depends on who wins it. I yeah. think I definitely would call it a Mickey Mouse championship, and I would put asterisk. Um, you take, I mean, because you're taking away home court advantage. You're taking away the home. The whole fans, you're taking away the booing, you're taking away a lot of aspects. You know, by I mean, look again, break the Jordan Doc. You saw how they talked about going to certain places, dealing with the crowd, dealing with I mean the flu game just turned into bad. <laughs> that whole element doesn't happen if you're in the bubble. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you know, you take away the away games. I mean, think about a seven-game series, but you're in the bubble. That's yeah. totally from being booed. So, yeah. Who, who would you want to win? For me, I, I look at it like this. Y'all know I'm not a big LeBron James fan. On the court, uh, awful. but I do. I mean, there are. I, I look at it like this. I do see some point. You know, his, their point of view as the LeBron James fan. If LeBron James fans, if LeBron James do win this championship, people will call this a Mickey Mouse championship just because he won it. You know, just because he won it. But if, let's say Kawhi win it, they won't call this a championship. They say, "Oh, you had to go through." It's, you know, you got to go through all this stuff to finish. You got to go through COVID. You have to take a five-month layoff and come back and finish the game. And you lose your determination and your will. And 
But as soon as as soon as but soon but soon as LeBron James win it, oh, it's a Mickey Mouse championship. It doesn't as count. As they should, bro. If Kawhi Leonard, if if L.A. Clippers pull it off, that means he went to Toronto, got the tip, and then he went to the Clippers and got him a tip. Never been done before. Hall of Fame. That's never been done before. I mean, that's a whole nother level of accomplishment. And like Hall of Fame. So if I had to go to L, I was gonna go to the Clippers because they haven't won anything. And if you win something in a Clipper jersey, you're gonna get the statue. You're gonna be the folklore for that organization. I mean, he already got the folklore for Toronto. I mean, it's. Uh, just the op- to be able to be put on that type of pedestal is crazy. Well, I think Oscar Robertson. Oh, I think Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did that. He did. It, he did it with two teams, and Kawhi trying to do it with three because he won with San Antonio and won with the Toronto. He's trying to be the third one, first one to do three teams. But I do yeah, believe but Oscar Robertson. I do nobody believe that. The Clipper, though. No, but there's a player that won on two different teams. That was yeah. the main, the main. Yeah, folk, Adrian's the main point. Team. Adrian's point is he brought a championship to two teams that never had one, never even smelt it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that the one in Toronto was kind of, kind of. What? It was an easy path to it because Kevin Durant oh, and Clay no way. got hurt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You it was, a, it, was a, it was an easy path to the not to the finals, not to the I didn't say the Eastern Conference Finals. In the finals, it was an easy path for him. You can't say if if Kevin Durant and, and Clay Thompson, you think they'll win with, with Toronto will beat them with they were healthy. <laughs> so you think um, that? No, well I then, well then. Like I said that Toronto was kind of. Uh, uh, easy, uh, easier path. That's, all I can say is if anybody can stop up. KD, it's the claw. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> is being available and being healthy hold is on, hold on. what? Hold on, you you think the claw can stop KD? One on one. It's just overall. Yeah, ain't nobody wow. KD. <laughs> that dude will pull up on you. He's so tall and linky. He would just pull up on you. Yeah, but you can say the same thing about the claw. He got some. He got skills on defense. I'm not talking about offensive with Kawhi. I think he's okay. I, I think he's got solid offense. I'll I pay this to on you on defense. He thrives. I'll pay this to you this way. Okay, if let's say if. If KD ever let's say that's their three three one points a game, I think Clark can slow him down to maybe twenty seven points a game. But he ain't gonna, <laughs> he ain't gonna stop on KD. I'm sorry. I think you can slow him. I think you can hold him to twenty or under. Uh, no, no, no. no. Him under he, twenty He's having an off night. He gonna work hard for it, but no. that's what's gonna happen. Like that offense, man. I'm sorry. That offense is too potent. If KD, they were healthy. KD is, I, I, in my opinion, when healthy, 
He is the best player in the, in the league. Best Went small home. forward in the league. Best player. Best player. Period. Who who, who is, is the best player, Ryan, in the league? I know who it isn't. <laughs> who, who who is? I'm asking you who is, in your opinion. Talk to me after this Mickey Mouse championship. Dang. <laughs> He'll have a statue in LA. Oh, so Kawhi. So he put ears on him. He put ears on him. So he, he like he's a Kawhi fan. I'm a Kawhi fan too, but he's not gonna sold out on KD like that. But I'm a fan of defense. I'm a fan of the old NBA. You know, Michael Jordan, them them hardworking players, Bruce Bowen. We're talking about defense. Oh, you used to put a foot underneath you when you took a jumper and you turn your ankle. Yep. He, but it was all defense. What's the guy off of the Grizzlies? He played there for years. No. No, he's talking he, about that one guard. He was a shooting guard. Mike, six four. He won with the Celtics, too. Tony Allen. Tony Allen. Yeah, oh, yeah. You yeah. like work. Tony he Allen. You like the like garbage rugged. Pail. I like that rugged. <laughs> bring they bring they lunchbacks to work. But the, but they working hard for all their minutes. Who's a player like that now? You think that's in the league? I mean, KD. He's definitely. I wouldn't K- say he. I wouldn't say on defense. Yeah, KD on, don't on, play on defense. I would say on offense, he's uh he's that hardworking type player. But uh defense, Kawhi. Kawhi, who else would you give it to? Man, well Paul let's say Paul George has played good defense. He plays nah. good defense. I wouldn't say rugged. You know. Paul George is not in the same realm as Bruce Bowen and Lunch pale, Ron Artest esque type player. Man, he beat you up. Hear about uh, Patrick Beverly? He uh, he left. Yeah, he's he's a he's a hard working player on defense. I will say that. You hear about him? Him leaving the bubble and then coming back? I don't know, man. I think it's like I said, family issues. That's the new excuse to get out the bubble. I got a family issue. They got a barber shop in the bubble. What you think about that? Yeah, I, I, if I, I if I be on TV, I want a fresh haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was crazy. It said official. Shoot, I think I think LeBron James got his own barber, and he got fired by his own chef. Clearly not. If you yeah, have you seen his hair? <laughs> Yeah, he I, needs to well, fire at least, his barber. At least I think he, I, I do think he think he got his own barber though. <laughs> he need to fire him. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he need to, he need to sport the Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, he ain't ready to let go yet. So I, I've been there, done that. So I mean, I ain't ready. I wasn't ready to let go. Like he got like that Beijing, got... that Beijing runny. Yeah, I like 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 somebody I know who who, who ain't ready to let it go when it's keep cutting it low. <laughs> it ain't me. Holding <laughs> on, <laughs> see. So, hey, that's he's holding on too. Hey, <laughs> and that one time, <laughs> oh, uh, I guess doing a timeout, LeBron and AD was on the bench, and <laughs> AD was playing. <laughs> 
Hey, you were pointing to LeBron to my mango hair, man. <laughs> his whole lace front <laughs> fell over his eyes. That was some funny. Yeah. His his hairline is awful. Yeah, man, man. Hey, everybody born with a good hairline, man. Hey, I know. All, listen, I know all about it. I got a great hairline, but I got gray hair. Hey, <laughs> hey, but, for, one, but, but for real, you still have hair. <laughs> he get yeah, one or the his, other. His hairline has been talked about so much. He has probably the most famous jacked hairline. up hairline <laughs> because they've been. I mean, there's pictures of him bald, and there's memes. Just give it up and. <laughs> My favorite, I mean, his hairline is famous. Is, my favorite one is him dressed up as uh, Kimbo Slice. Uh, <laughs> playing basketball with a do-rag on and a big beard. I think yeah. the beard makes it worse. Yeah. It he, he grew it out. To it. He grew it out. And then you see the gray hairs in his beard. I'm like, man, Ron. Man. Yeah. A lot of people change their look. I heard, I see that Jason Tatum Change his look because you know you have a low haircut. Now he had it, you know, he grew his hair out. You know, a lot of people changing their look. Even I haven't seen it. James Harden, you know, a lot of people wore these little those little braids, plat blades, we won't call them. <laughs> James Harden, um, CJ McCollum, some of the notable players that changed oh, their yeah, hair. Oh, yeah, he did grow his hair out. That's yeah. crazy. They grew it out, but it is it's now it's just braided up or plaited up. Looks like a werewolf. Yeah. What's so, um, what you say, AJ? In the bubble. I said, James Harden going to do Oh, He's man. Flop right into it. I think, to me, they're my dark horse. If they can come out the, if they can come out the West, they're I my dark say horse. They're, I wouldn't say they're a dark horse. They're too known to be a dark horse. He put out first round. We need to pin that one too. Pin that one. Pin it. Yeah. <laughs> so any any last thoughts on this NBA topic? The bubble talk. <laughs> the real bubble. <laughs> the real bubble. The real bubble, not going off well, to sea bubbles, <laughs> but real bubble. <laughs> Lake Benavista in Orlando, outside of Orlando. I'm gonna tell you to watch out for the Rockets. Yeah, same same type of thing. I think it, I think it's rock, rock, Rockets Raptors. My head says Clippers and Milwaukee, but my heart says Lakers and Boston. Uh, Boston, yeah, or Philly. I, li- I like that, but Nick Nurse is an excellent coach, and I think you know he's a Phil Jackson type. Yeah, Nick Nurse. So stay tuned for our fantasy topic early. Welcome back to Tote the Mail. For our last topic, we're discussing players we hate to draft. <laughs> so I'm going to let Ryan, our fantasy expert, Discuss this one first. All right. So I'm going to give you five. Damn. Yeah. Odell Beckham. 
Yeah, we'll have to put them on the list. I won't touch him. I mean, if he falls, how far though? Fifth round. I'd say fifth. Yeah. Yeah, I won't touch him. I wouldn't even. Before, I don't even know. Before this, I'd have to think about it at five though. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'd have to look at the players left and be like, hmm, could I pull because this off? He had that one good season, and ever, it's ever since then, it's it just been all hype. It's scared. I'm scared. <laughs> so, um, number two, Ronald Jones. I disagree <laughs> with you. This, this year, I disagree with you on this year. Last couple Ronald years, yeah. Jones. Yes. I had him last year. He was awful. Yeah, and I, I believe it. I believe him in this year. I, I don't believe in him because <laughs> <laughs> I think you know with Tom Brady being there, and I think he could be like the James White. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned him. Number three, James, James White. White. <laughs> <laughs> I had James White. He was he did good for me. I can't stand James White. I. I I'd like to say any any of those three those running back situations like the one in San Francisco and in New England, those are the guys that I can't stand. Yeah, I don't I can't touch New England. They're not exciting to watch either. I can't stand I mean you just don't know. You gotta get me up out my seat or something. Come on. Adrian, do you remember that stretch when I had James White? At my, at my, either my flex or my two, it was for for like a couple stretches, but he would give me like twenty points a game. I'm like, man, it, I do remember, <laughs> I remember. So I was like, man, he because he was just catching out the backfield, but it's really running. It's feast or famine, though. Yeah. So, number four, Kurt Cousins. Kurt <laughs> Cousins. Uh, I'll put Kirk Cousins in a couple. I started Tannehill before I started him, and I actually won. Tannehill blew it for forty that week. I just is, isn't Kirk Cousins like one of those players you don't play on play on a big game or on a TV game if he doesn't do well? Something like that I heard. Yeah, if he so, played on a Monday night or Sunday night or you know a prime time game. That's what it was, prime time. Any any time Kirk Cousins played the time. Primetime game, he loses. But ain't, but isn't, wasn't it a primetime game when he had that recording? Of, you like that? You like that? Isn't that a big time game? <laughs> I don't think there's a primetime game. I don't know. I just, uh, you know, prim, primetime me everybody watches it like a Monday night game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday I, night I, game. I know. For all that, I just know. That, that was, I just know that was a big moment for him. I thought. For, yeah, I for think all it, that money, it, though, it was at home. His numbers should be better. Yeah, he got paid. He got yeah, paid. Yeah. Same thing you gonna say say about that? A couple of years. I don't think they made the playoffs though. They did. They they, they made they the playoffs did. last year. Yeah, they sneak in. A uh, year before, one or two, they lost to uh, uh the Saints. Uh, yeah, that's true. All right, number five. I'm gonna really trigger Keevan with this next one. I'll say David Johnson. <laughs> no, I'll say David Johnson. Leonard Burnett. Oh. <laughs> Let's hear it. 
Hey, I kind of I'm 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 between I'm I'm between I'm in between because I'm trying to jump off the horse too because I don't know what I don't know what to expect from him this year. There's too many question marks. I mean, I think he'll like I said he how I think is he'll do good and then he might pull a Jalen Ramsey, you know what I'm saying, and then not, not get hurt and not play. I, I won't draft with him for that this year because. Yeah, he he might be auditioning for he might be auditioning for a team, but then again, he might sit out and try to. You he know fall what I'm two rounds. I bet you he draft him. Yeah, because I already had two because <laughs> I had two I already had got two other studs. Well, I'm like Adrian. You guys are known for making this trade, Chris Carson for Cornet. I won that deal, though. By the way, no way. <laughs> No way. Yeah, I did. Car- I did Carson's last numbers year. is better. Carson's I numbers want... better. No, Carson's numbers, numbers are better. Yeah, Look, Carson's please. fantasy numbers. Hold on, that's wrong. Look it up. Look up. Me. Look up who scored more fantasy points last year between Leonard Fournette and Chris Carson. I won. Yeah. Even even though Leonard Fournette only had three touchdowns, I still won. Look it up. I'm working think, on it. Uh, I think Leonard Fournette had, uh, he was like third and runner, third or fourth in running backs for the season in PPR. So I'm gonna go with third. He was up there. I'll take Chris Carson any day. <laughs> Chris Carson can't stay healthy. Chris Carson's a cowbell. He can't stay healthy. He's a cowbell though. Okay, stay healthy. Now for another second round. For second round pick, you gonna you gonna draft Chris Carson? Okay. Here it is. 2019 rankings. Running back number nine. You're right. Chris Carson. Running back number thirteen. Leonard Fournette. (laughs) (laughs) And what what format? It's just basic. I didn't put so it it's, with, it's without the PPR probably. And if anything, if you got PPR, you got Chris Carson even higher. No, because Lafournette was catching passes. Lafournette was hurt too. He called. Not when he was hurt during the season. The past past two seasons, he did he played. But he was look look up look up PPR. Right? Yeah, but you got to look at it like catching. this. He got it more doesn't points. Matter. Because I'm looking at all the stats right here. Chris Carson had two touchdowns receiving, though. I'm going to look it up. That didn't have a single touchdown. (laughs) PPR running back finishes for 2019. Go ahead with Jordan. We're talking about running backs. Yes. We ain't talking uh, about them catching the ball. Fantasy players. Don't, don't fantasy run, players, I stick. Don't run a bad catch the, catch the ball. Yeah, fantasy player I stay away from is one is James Washington. He wow. always looks good, but he never. Oh, it's just something about him. He's kind of like on the left. It's, it's, it's got kind of personal. 
you know, there's certain players that I used to always draft, and I put them in the spot. You, what, what did he do to you? Let me down. He let you down? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Let me down. Struggling. I don't know. Latavius Murray. Oh, I can't man. stand. I can't stand <laughs> the way he stands up. He he runs straight up. So like he I know he gets the goal line carries, but he, he runs, runs straight like a up. Horse. But he runs like standing straight up and he always gets like you almost close line. You know who else did that? Who? Adrian Peterson. Yeah, but he's a beast. <laughs> oh man, man, he's a beast. <laughs> he is a beast. His number look I mean, they don't even compare. I know, but come on. <laughs> okay. We're the same stance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got I got my list. Fantasy football leaders of 2019 for the running back position. One, Christian McCaffrey with four, 471.2 points. Why are you going to Christian McCaffrey? Aaron Jones. I'm just going, I'm reading them down. Aaron Jones at two. All touchdowns. Zeke at three. Zeke at three. Austin Eckler at four. Derrick Henry at five. Dalvin Cook at six. Cook. Leonard, Ford, Leonard Fournette at seven. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb at eight. Alvin Kamara at Still nine. Still wouldn't him. Saquon <laughs> Barkley at ten. Okay. Mark Ingram at 11. Damn. Chris Carson at 12. So how is – what's the difference between y'all's list then? Mine's PPR from the running back position. We're talking about two running backs. They catch the ball short, but – I take Chris. Leonard Fournette had 259. I take points. the workhorse. Chris Carson has 232 points. I take the workhorse back all day. Well, that's Leonard Fournette then, because he stay healthy. Oh yeah, you gotta put some respect on Carson's game. Yeah, Chris Carson, you kind of dog. He he's he's a hard runner, but his hard running style caused him to get hurt. Yeah, but Fortnite, you, you, boring you, to watch that's, too. That's You're why saying I, it. That's why we. That's why we ain't never heard of what him. Mean you ain't never heard of him. What do you mean? What, where he came from, Adrian? What's, what school did he come from? <laughs> I don't know. All I know well, is well, then that's why. Just, no, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I, but you said that's why you never heard of. I heard Chris Carson a long time ago. What, what the work he's done in the pro, not where in college. Okay, I'm I'm looking up his uh, his his career. Why, why are you trying to spit on? He, he came out of Oklahoma State, which respectable. Okay. He was drafted 249 in the seventh round by So he was overlooked and he worked his way up. Overlooked. Respectable. I'm just saying, he said he want a workhorse running back. But okay, so but but we can do but we can do the same thing with Leonard Fournette, because he was highly touted. He was supposed to be Dale Sayers coming out of LSU. He I mean, compared to how they hyped him up, he's been a disappointment. Okay, but put 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 Little Fournette on Seattle's team. What, what would you get? The same result. Well, well, then come on. The same results. Come on, Adrian. You really same think results. if you pick? <laughs> yes. If you pick, if you pick Chris Carson on Jacksonville team, you, you gonna have the same results? Yeah. 
Oh my god. Well, so what do you think would happen? <laughs> so you think it'd be a, it's a big let off? I th- believe me, Chris Carson won't put up the numbers that he had if he was with uh Jacksonville. Hey, Jacksonville false. uh the 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 one the I think the year they went to the with NFC title against uh New England. Who team so, was it? You can't say what? that was they can't say you, you can't say uh, Mark Burrell, who, who's the quarterback? There wasn't no Mark Burrell. It <laughs> was Fred Taylor running who's back. Who's the quarterback? I'm talking about the quarterback when they played New England in the, in the NFC Championship. Munchen? No, it wasn't him. No. The one that Ryan always drafts. Oh. Ah, man. What's his name? He's a backup now. Bortles. Thank you. Man Come on, man. <laughs> Blake Bortles. Ray, yeah, Blake, Blake Bortles. Bortles is Come crazy. on, now. Who He's was crazy. who was the man of the team? It was yeah. Who was the it man? Was him. So, so, it was Fournette. Chris tell, Carson tell not going to do. Here. Hold on. Chris Carson not going to do that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait. So, who's the running back that starts behind Leonard Fournette? Blue. Oh, right Alfred now? Blue in it. No, it's some dude. Some oh, dude. some dude. I, I want to say right. St. Ro- Roscoe. Let's go ahead and <laughs> call him some dude. So, Adrian, tell me the backup that plays behind. Uh, he's Chris got several, several guys. Uh, Rashad. <laughs> oh, okay. I see how you want to do this. So, if there's carries taken away from you or catch opportunities, I will say, wouldn't your numbers be a hair under someone that, is- that has – some guy just that is him. affirmative that is affirmative okay Ryan put it like this then who is who is the backup behind Marshawn Lynch Sean Penny some guy Penny. we didn't know Sean, Sean Bennett or no, li- listen listen to it who was the backup behind Marshawn Lynch oh that year those years not that year <laughs> those years I said Rashad <laughs> Penny <laughs> He was wrong. He wasn't even drafted then. <laughs> it was Chris Carson. He didn't know about that dude. So I don't want to hear it. So we talking Carson about. Chris Carson only been in the league since 2017. So Chris Carson is a big okay. name. And you Chris Carson need, was drafted in the You just need round. to put some respect on his name. He's well and beyond he, the I don't, I, I'm not saying hold he's on, hold as skilled as you, you, you just said. Not. You <laughs> just said Rashad Penny was drafted behind Marshawn Lynch. Which was, it was actually Chris Carson. Chris Carson was drafted what you said 2017. I thought we were talking about Chris Carson. So I said but but my Penn. point is, you just said who who was the backup behind Marshawn Lynch, behind Little Fournette? You said nobody. Why would you okay. give the ball to anybody but Marshawn? But but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> when Marshawn was the man, we we had never heard of no uh, Chris Carson. Chris Carson. So are you saying Fournette's the man and nobody else needs carries? Yes. Oh man. Sound like Skip Bayless, but but this year, like I said, I probably won't draft him because the, the, the Dax is not trying to pay him. I, I think you're gonna draft him. I won't touch him after the, after the third round. Third round, huh? I won't touch him. Man. I don't think he drops that far. Nah, you're right. Somebody's somebody gonna pick him up. He won't wait. He won't drop that far. But I still. I, I bet I you go higher than Chris Carson. I stand by this till the day I die. I would sure. rather, in my opinion, have Chris Carson. Hmm. I will. I, from a, I will never get him a, because Adrian always takes him. 
<laughs> from a guy who who drafts receivers first. Be clear on that. We don't know where I'm drafting this year. We done nothing but mock drafts. You're right. We don't know where where you drafted, but we know who you taking. Who? <laughs> receivers first. You sure? That's that's that's, that's your that's what, that that has been your motto. Did you say that on the last podcast? If the formula works. That brings up another question. Is the running back, running back, your first two drafts still? Is that model still prevalent? Does it still work? In my, as my model? Yeah. I, th- I mean, I think it this, works. This year, this year you, you could go up to three to four running backs. I think it works. For your first I've four got, picks. I've gotten away from it because of my keeper, but I think it works. Yeah, I'm still a traditionalist. I still would go. I mean, there's a few, um, there's a few receivers if they're available. I would like to grab and run with. But well, Adrian, if you so, ask you this question: If you were in my situation and you have Michael Thomas and you can get Nook at number four, you don't do that, Nook. No, I definitely would. Do. If I had a receiver, I'm keeping a receiver. I'm definitely going running back, running back. My first two picks. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's horrible to keep a lead. You don't know what kind of meat's on the bones when you're first starting the draft. Yeah, that's why I definitely would be going running back, running back. Because to me, the running back, we, I mean, there, there's a, there's a few workhorses, and those going to go early. If it's a big ball. But it's a big follow. Receivers, I mean, you can get you can get good quality receivers like Galladay, like uh, Allen Robinson, in the later rounds. They're not going first two first two rounds, or even three rounds. Well, I went back to back last year, and it ended up working for me. I think I picked Michael Thomas last year. What do you consider working? What's your definition of working? I you went make playoffs. I yeah, I sure did actually. Did you win the title? Made playoffs. I smelt it. You don't That's think playoffs is working? Or is no. Nothing. What? So, you, so you'd rather miss the playoffs? I'd rather win it all and not go at all. Well, so if my, somebody my makes formula, the playoffs, you, you, the formula didn't work. My formula is different because I was in an advantage where I was drafting next to Lee. And not next to him, but literally in the same room. And I draft my back-to-back quarterback, uh, wide receiver. Not back-to-back, but I kept one and drafted one. So you say you helped Lee last year? No, you no. Tell, you, you telling on yourself? I'm a, no, I'm a, I'm a, no, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you where Lee kicks in on this. I didn't draft next to him positioning at all. Because he took some of my players. I'm like, he don't no, know about him. I'm gonna tell you to kick in where it's gonna kick in in a second. So I took Michael Thomas. So now I have Nook and Michael Thomas. And I decide to go Russell Wilson for whatever reason. And he says, Oh, you stole my pick. And I say <laughs> to him, Let's make a deal. <laughs> and I got Edelman and along with a pretty good package for for him and I also drafted um what's the one off of uh the Texans 
Deshaun Watson. Watson. So at that point, I drafted Watson, and I was like, all right, I'm trading him. And I told him, I said, let's make a deal. And the combination of those receivers got me to win games. Adrian will tell you, you were there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was there. I was present. I'm in the building. I, I was struggling at running back. I'm not going to tell you <laughs> I didn't. But I made a very good deal where I traded Christian Kirk midseason for uh, Le'Veon Bell. So I kind of kept myself even at running back. But what I'm saying is, I mean, I mean, we all play to to win to win the to win the money, of course, and to, and have to have bragging rights. Absolutely. How can you really brag about, oh, I made the playoffs? I mean, top four. I make it almost every year. I'm consistent. I, I, I don't think that's bragging. I mean, that's not, to me, Can't even get... about, I, I, would rather, I would rather win it all and, and Yeah, but you're or, talking or like, I, like I've I'm never won a championship. I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying me. I would rather, I would rather either win it all or not go at all. Because, I mean, second place, you're going to be, like I said, I was always second in another league last year. I mean, I don't even want to bring it up because the way I lost. So, I mean, I feel like, I, you know, yeah, I went to the playoffs, but I lost. Yeah, but you so, won money, though. That ain't. Yeah, but, uh, but I, didn't, I didn't win the big money. So, I mean, I, I just broke even. That's how I look at it. I mean, on that part with the money, but if I made it fourth, I get fourth place or third place, I, I don't. I still look at it like I didn't win it. So I mean, I would rather make it and not make it at all. Well, back to the original point is, I don't have a philosophy as far as who I pick first. I look at the board and I make a decision from there. We don't know the board because we're in a keeper league. I can't tell you who I'm going to take with my fourth pick or my. Well, we we got a clue because we pretty much. I'm pretty sure Adrian. When they get closer to fantasy, he's gonna have everybody select their keeper, and then Adrian's gonna let everybody know who the keepers are. Well, no, you who, guys. That's know what we're who gonna I, work with. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying gotta, for everybody else. You everybody still gotta else. like mark them off and then figure out who, who's left on the board. Like, it's more of a surprise to me when the room opens. I'm like, oh, all right, here's the board. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's gonna be, you know, everybody's gonna usually keep the top players, and then put then. And then NFL put it in that, their ranking, and then that's that's why the list is going to be from their ranking. Yeah, it's just it's hard to tell. But I I do agree with your philosophy on running backs. There's there's some cowbells in there that you need to get your hands on early. So Kevin, did you give your five? Did you give your five guys? I know I gave mine. I gave. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't have. Um, my, my number one would be Jameson Crowder. Won't touch him. Um, <laughs> I think I that's just, personal. I think that's because that's we value him. I love uh, him. I take uh, him in the number the yeah, two. Two Edelman. I, 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 I don't like Edelman either. That, yeah, I, I, that, I agree that with third, that. In that second and third round, I won't. I won't. Oh Edelman. no, not that high. I, I agree with third, that. I third agree with that. Round, I'm, I'm gonna touch him. I'm sorry. I've never had one. I've never had Elderman on my team ever. <laughs> Last year was the first year I had him, and man, they throw that ball to him in a rush. Yeah, I, I just won't touch him. That's um, a lot of targets. I mean, he's good. Don't get me wrong. I, I 
you know, I just don't. Just whenever, whenever he comes up, the asking price. Is I too don't. Much. I don't. I, never I don't draft him. Like I said, I traded for him last year. And it was a good package, so I took it. And for me, I mean, ah, I, I don't like. I don't like drafting Derrick Henry. What? Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> I mean, he had a good year last year. He did. I mean. I mean, in years past, I'd absolutely agree with you because I would never touch him. Cause look, look at Muhammad. Last year, he had Patrick Mahomes and Derrick Henry on the same team. He should have been, and, and, and didn't he should have been what better, right? Way better. He should have made the playoffs. He made he bad should've. decisions though. Well, that's poor team management. You're right. It's more than just two guys. Yeah, he had Marlon. He had a pretty good team. He had Marlon yeah. Mack. He has. He has good players, but I mean, like I said, I won't touch Derrick Henry. I don't know why. I just won't. I can't like, say I blame you for because, years past. Because, I say because, I blame you right now in the present. Because like it's like he starts slow. It does. And then when it get to the weather start getting cold, then they start ramping. But ramping if you up. can keep your team together, but that's playoffs though. Yeah. Yeah, but them first eight games decide if you make the playoffs. <laughs> but, but I take it if I can make up for it. So three, that's two I won't. Um, four years pass. I mean, I won't. I won't draft Tom Brady. <laughs> oh no, yeah, I agree. Never, you would do it like, this year though. I mean, yeah. at the right price. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, you would do at it this right, year. At the right price, I would. So many mouths to feed. I would do it. Thank and my you. fifth. <laughs> and my fifth one. I got what, running back. Who else in? I said receive. Tight end. I mean, years past. I mean, uh, Gronk. Gronk or Jared Cook. I yeah. I touched them too. I've made that mistake with Gronk. <laughs> Where? I, I reached for him. Not last season, but the season before that. Why won't you take Jared Cook? Jared Cook was cooking a couple of those years. You know how I many years he's been in the league? I remember when he played for Tennessee, I had him. And he was balling. Trash. He played for, Trash. He played, he played for the Rams, too. Trash. Jared Trash. Cook. He's good on the Saints. He is cooking. That's, he, was, that's he, was only, he was only good on the Saints. And that's late Other value. teams, he was good. He was terrible Real with late the Rams. Value. That's what waiver wire value. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I won't never draft him though. <laughs> you won't have to. <laughs> yeah. Even those, those my five. Yeah. I can't blame you for most of those. Jameson Crowder, though, you got me with that one. I'm excited that again. Football's come gonna come back straight into it. No preseason. Jump right into it. The games are gonna matter. Every game's gonna matter that much more. I mean, how much how much hype are y'all gonna be sucking in without the preseason? I feel like we're gonna get doomed because you know, when they do the OTAs and these training camps, some names are gonna fly out there. We're not gonna have any type of film to compare. Or some people are gonna sit out like Ezekiel Elliott. He can't sit out, man. He on the contract. He can do whatever he wants. He's a grown uh, unless, man. Unless he, unless it's COVID related. Let me ask it. you a question. Can can you decide not to go to work tomorrow? 
Yes, sir. Not All right. Well, okay. <laughs> it's kind of it's, well. It's kind of different. I mean, if I'm making millions, if I'm making I mean, millions of dollars to but, come to but work. Your money is like millions, though. All they, all they could do is decide to find him. Well, why would he not come to work? He said he. I didn't when, see when did the he exact say quote. This? this was a couple weeks back. He yeah, said, I, I remember when there was the. the Todd Gurley the actually said the same thing recently. Was it COVID related? If, if they don't have proper structure as far as a COVID system, thank you. It's COVID related. They will, they will not play. But, but. They can't really just say they're not going to play. They're on the contract. Well, well you made it seem like, like he was just not showing up. But you never said why, though. Well, that I'm is like, why. why wouldn't he come to not, not come to work? But I understand. It's still, still going to hurt his situation. Am I right? I understand his situation. Is that well, you made it seem like he was just not football. coming to work. I mean, you made it seem like he wasn't coming to work. I'm like, why, why would he not come to work? It's COVID related. Well, I mean, they're still gonna find. They're still gonna find him. Yeah, but he'll get that money back. I mean, I believe. I I think it'll hurt fantasy season if somebody drafts him. That's why. I mean, I know, and honestly, we have deep rosters, so it's a good time to get those good backups just in case something do happen like that. Where playing that Sunday. Tony like Pollard. Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard is a beast, actually. Yeah, he's he's all okay. right. It's a shame he's okay. that he's in that situation because he could start somewhere. It's that old I don't line. think he's that good. I don't he, think he's that good. He's, he's looked good in preseason. He's got talent, man. He's got talent. Yeah, he's looked good in preseason. There was a game where him and Zeke both had 100 yards. And he only got it on like seven carries because, you know, there's not a lot of opportunity there. It's a line, baby. It's a line. Hey, it's a good yeah. line. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, that will conclude. That will conclude our topics for this evening. Hope you stay tuned, and I hope you enjoy the show. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We appreciate the love you've shown thus far supporting this podcast. We need our listeners to tell a friend about our podcast. Once again, subscribe and continue to listen. Thank you.